Welcome to the podcast and the church set. My name is Dr. Monique Smith Gadsden, a Christian licensed professional counselor specializing in marriage and family therapy. I am your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We aim to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Quite simply, we help the church help the people. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. I would like to to take time to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. To those of you who are subscribing and sharing and leaving reviews and ratings, thank you so very much. I am so appreciative of your continued support and encouragement. Please continue to support our work here. I do pray that you find it is insightful and beneficial to you. I pray it is a blessing in your lives. And as I always say, most importantly to me, I want it to be found pleasing unto God. So today's episode is entitled, What Do You See to Send? It is based on the verse in Revelation 1.11 which reads from the Christian Standard Bible, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches. I love to use my imagination and realize the endless opportunities and scenarios I can come up with in my mind or the times where I do have visions that are before me and I think to myself, wow, God, first of all, is this you or is this me? And if only that could be a thing, or if I could make this or that one happen. Well, with this pandemic continuing to ravage through communities and cities and states and countries in our entire world, I reflected on all the church has risen to the occasion to make happen. I've seen churches become testing sites, food distribution centers, drop points to those who are elderly or homebound, assisting with financial relief, and countless of other ways that the church has been the church. Not solely hearers, but doers also. I know there are some who may listen and split hairs over the term church, you know, the building, the body, the people, which church, local, universal, black, white. And I'm not here um, to split hairs. I'm, I'm not here for that. It's relevant in context, yes. It's worth discussion, sure. But that's not my aim or my focus on today. I know when we say a thing in this day or time, God forbid, even in these uh, social media streets, you know, it just gives opportunity for a person to say, well, what about this? Or 
it seems that this is what you're saying and it just it isn't just about this and you know all of this and all of that and i just don't expend my energy getting into all of that my discussion and my points are what they are so i say all of that as a type of disclaimer that my discussion today is not even to suggest that this is not even happening my discussion today is not to suggest that someone else has not said or thought the same things i am just speaking on what i have seen and I thought that was that. Nothing out of the ordinary from what I do, I imagine, I see. Except this time, I sensed there was an auction by the spirit to record this and to quote, send, end quote, it to the churches. So here I am, sending what I have seen. As I've thought about the many decisions that are mounting for families and individuals um, as this pandemic continues to loom, and specifically kind of concerning the issues around schooling and how to do this safely and in support of those who have unique situations that must be considered. New challenges that are created due to the ongoing nature of this pandemic, there are financial and emotional and, and mental and physical challenges. So how does it look for the church to continue to offer solutions? Now we know that there is no perfect scenario and as best as we try, it will not be a be all in all. No matter how much we try, there will be someone who still may not get what he or she needs. But that doesn't keep us from doing something. And maybe, just maybe, someone else will see the something and then do it. And then someone else will see that something and then do it. And then someone else will see that something and then do it and so on and so forth. Just because we chose to send what we see. Who knows what kind of ripple effect that can have. Then maybe if we all join um, hands and shoulder to shoulder this thing just maybe we can reach the majority as opposed to just a few well these are a few things or ideas or possibilities that i have seen and i'll just share a few of these with you the physical building the church the brick the mortar have we considered the use of the physical building? For example, I saw these individuals who have to go to work, you know, maybe the single parent who will have no one to leave his or her child with. I just wondered, could a, a, a group of volunteers be gathered 
who should be able to safely distance even more than the six feet in some of the basements or Sunday school rooms of some churches. Most churches, I'm hoping, have already adopted those safeguards for their volunteers where they have to participate in training programs and undergo background checks. So if a church has already been using that protocol, then there should be a pool of volunteers that have been screened as safe. Maybe for some of those, they don't mind working remotely from the church building instead of from their homes to provide the needed eyes to watch over those precious children who may not otherwise have any sense of um, oversight. I've seen retired teachers who might be willing to donate time weekly to teach or tutor the children, you know, helping to fill in the gaps where online learning might not be the most effective for some students. Mask to mask, retired teacher to child, being able to sit with one or two students at a table with enough physical distance between that table and another table where there may be another retired teacher with two or three more children? What about the food that may still be sitting in some refrigerators in churches that would have ordered for breakfasts or lunches or for the repasts that are not able to take place? Could that food be used to provide meals and snacks for those kids that need a safe haven during the day while their parents are working? Could it be cooked up and sent and delivered to those who are homebound and sick and elderly? As members have brought school supplies, um, to the churches during back to school rallies. I wondered, could that still continue, but also include maybe some cereal and dry goods and diapers and wipes, wipes and toiletries, um, things to be sent home with these kids who may be impoverished or maybe go and take it and drop it off to those who are homebound? using the church's transportation systems for those churches that might have them. I've seen where churches that might have been granted the extension where their mortgage payments can be delayed for a few months, could you take a portion of one of those months of mortgage and use to purchase computers? so that those families who do not have the means to purchase one, it can be used there at the church with those kids who do not have those resources in their homes. Maybe increase the Wi-Fi bandwidth at the church for the increased use. What about those who are on the verge of homelessness? 
Can sleeping bags be provided? Can two or three Sunday school rooms be used to house a family? Someone who just needs cover from domestic violence? A hiding place? Where each family or person can remain in a space and um, if the bathroom facilities are used, they definitely can make sure they wear those masks and then they can be provided the cleaning supplies to clean after themselves and in between uses of the facilities. I'm thinking about even going back to using the church's transportation systems and those officers or deacons or those servants who are normally going out to visit the sick and the elderly, maybe continue to do so. But waving at people through windows, staying in the yard, physically distanced from one another, just like carolers would do in the years gone by during the Christmas season. Stand out in the yards of those and sing praises unto God. Provide comfort to those who are grieving. Letting them know that I understand that the grief processes and the rituals have been disrupted, but we can do a drive-by parade to say, although we are physically here, we're distant to remain safe, but we're present. Can maybe social workers that are a part of a congregation volunteer to just maybe go and visit homes with children in them? asking for the children to come to the door just to be seen, to be evaluated for any indicators of neglect or abuse? Can we talk to departments of family and children services to ask what do we need to include in the edifice to provide maybe a temporary shelter? for a child who needs to be removed from a home and not put in other situations where their risk is increased to being exposed to the virus. For those that are dealing with grief, could the church decide to hire a mental health clinician to provide grief education and care and stream those services just as we um, stream Sunday services? I know these suggestions might sound simplistic and it is so not my intent to deliver it to be so. Because, yeah, there are safeguards, even security details um, and numbers. How many people? Where do we cap it? How do we um, even get the word out to these who may need these services? All of that has to be considered. And 
logistics and practices to keep people safe must be discussed and established. These are very unusual times. There are several critical situations that people find themselves in just in normal times. But the stressors of this pandemic have exasperated those. I have heard people repeatedly say that the church is scattered, but this is where the church needs to be, out meeting needs and being the hands and the feet of Jesus. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is to look after the orphans and the widows in distress. Whatever we're doing for the least, we are doing as unto Jesus. So it's not simplistic, but it's also not impossible. So with that in mind, what do you see? What do you see can be done with resources and physical spaces? Will you write that message on the scroll of today and send it to the church? That which you see? Will the church, will the leadership, think about what do they see? Will you write that message on the scroll of today and send it among the church leadership? It's not simplistic, but it's also not impossible. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear Listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call to send what you may see, what will be your response? And the church said.